Welcome to the Along Came a Writer Network. Opinions expressed in our shows do not necessarily reflect those of the network. Hello and welcome. This is your host today. Welcome to The Bridge. My name is Marilyn Halton Marriott. The Bridge is a show that is associated with the Along Came a Writer Network. And we bring lots of wonderful interviews from Christian writers. Today, my guest is Susan Neal. Uh, Susan is an RN, an MBA, an MHS. She's an author, a speaker, and certified health and wellness coach. Whose background in nursing and health services led her to seek new ways to educate and coach people to overcome health challenges. Her passion and mission are to improve the health of Americans. Susan lost her own health with 10 medical diagnoses and two surgeries from an abscess tooth. After the doctors did all they could for her, she used her nursing background and God's wisdom to reclaim her health. Now she wants to help others regain their health as well. Susan is the author of six books and numerous DVDs and decks. Her most recent book series, Healthy Living Series, is providing readers with knowledge they can fight to reclaim their health in ideal ways. The Healthy Living Series, three books in one, one uh, seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates, Christian Study Guide, Healthy Living Bullet Journey Journal released in January 2019. I happen to know, even though it's not in her bio, that she won a SELA Award at Blue Ridge Christian Writers Conference for this book. Susan makes her home in Pensacola, Florida. Welcome to the show, Susan. Thank you so much for having me, Marilyn. Oh, um, I am excited about having you. I'm excited about what we're talking about today. Um, and I know you're going to share with us some of your wonderful secrets and your seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates. What inspired, I, I think I know in part from reading your bio, but give us additional information about what inspired you to write seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates. Well, a couple of years ago, I had a sister who found out she was gluten sensitive. So she asked me to help her to get off wheat and, you know, all gluten products. And uh, making a lifestyle change like that is hard to do. So I developed seven steps for her to follow. She did really great just started losing weight, and she no longer had her gastrointestinal issues from her gluten sensitivity. Wonderful. And then a year later, a, yes, a year later, she um, found out she had rosacea, and she did her own research on the Internet and found out that it was related to sugar con- consumption, high sugar consumption. Uh-huh. Well, she's always been been the sugar fiend of the family, 
And so um, she came back to me because I'm like the health nut of the family. And she's like, Susan, you helped me to get off the wheat. Now, can you please help me to get off the sugar? And I was like, well, let's pull up those seven steps again. And she got off the sugar. You know, she lost, she's lost over 20, 25 pounds. Her joints quit aching. Um, she just had so many wonderful um, things occur when she then, you know, made the next step of a big lifestyle change with getting off of the sugar. And then being an author, I thought, you know what? There's going to be a lot of other people who could really benefit from these seven steps. So I wrote it in the book. Yep, so I wrote it in the book, Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates. Wonderful. I noticed when you uh, first started to answer the question, when I asked you what inspired you to write, when you were talking about your sister, you said it's not easy. I, if it was easy, everybody would do it. If it was easy, we wouldn't have the obesity rate or the health problems that we have in America. So I, I know it's not easy. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, because I'm sure, uh, even though you're giving good information, some of the people uh, that will listen are wondering what the seven steps are. Now, I'm going to call them off because I have them listed here, and then you can make whatever comments you want to explain these. But the seven steps are decide, acquire, clean out, purchase, plan, prepare, and improve. So would you like to expound on each step? Yes, I'd love to. So okay. Is you need to decide that you're going to do this, that, that you want to improve your health, you want to lose weight, you want to take care of the, the body that God's given you. And yeah. so nobody can force you to do this. You have to make that decision on your own. So, And the hardest decision is, number one, is to decide to do it. Okay. Number two. You need to acquire a support system and knowledge to help you make a lifestyle change. So this book will give you the knowledge you need to make the additional steps. And I also have a Facebook group for um, everyone who purchases the book, but you, you could join it even if you didn't purchase the book. And it's on Facebook. It's called seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates. So I provide support and then other people in that group provide support to each other or ideas or hints or, you know, how they're doing or their setbacks and temptations because it's a journey. And so you need a support system. Yes. I think anytime we're trying to make major changes in our life, we all need support, whatever that change is. And this, we're talking about completely changing our diet, from what I understand, if you're eating incorrectly. So I realize, I think one of the reasons, and this is not your issue, but I believe one of the reasons Weight Watchers has been around for as long as it has is you go to meetings. 
and there's always a support group. So I, I know how important support groups are. So um, go on to your next step, clean out. Um, then clean out your pantry and refrigerator by removing unhealthy foods. And you also need to clean out your emotions. Uh-huh. So in, yes. So in this book, you know, I go through and I, and I give you the knowledge to know, okay, I, I need to get rid of those boxes and bags of stuff and I need to start eating fruits and vegetables. And, 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 and so you clean out your pantry. But then for some people, you may have an emotional connection to food. Maybe um, it's filling a hole in your heart and you need to heal. As a psychotherapist, I know what an emotional connection some people have with food. So you are dead on about the emotional connection. Yes, and I wrote an additional book for someone who has the emotional connection with food, and it's called Mm -hmm. Christian Study Guide for Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates. So that delves deep into looking at how you can heal, how you can forgive, and, you know, it it just helps to cure once and for all any emotional connection you have with food. So then if we move on to step four, it's purchase Mm -hmm. healthy foods in an anti-candida cleanse. So through the book, you learn, okay, now I know. So now you know what, what, what healthy foods are. Healthy foods are what are the foods God gives you. So what you should do when you sit down to eat, look at your food. Did God create it, or did a food manufacturer fabricate this food? So okay. a, pear, a pear off of a pear tree was created by, you know, God. That is a great fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. Now, um, potato chips were created by a food manufacturer. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Pasta. Pasta was created by a food manufacturer. There is no nutritional substances in those products that provide your body with the health and the nutrition that it needs to function properly. So when you understand, just evaluate. Whenever you're about to eat something, just look at it and say, okay, (laughs) Did God create this or did a food manufacturer? And if God created it, eat it. And if the food manufacturer did, don't eat it. Now, are you 100% with this? I mean, you never eat anything created by man. Well, I went to a um, party on Saturday night and I ate the, the fruits. I ate the vegetable tray. Um I ate, they had meatballs, I had those, they had some um, pork, uh, barbecue pork, I had that, but I didn't eat the bun, I didn't eat the chips, I didn't eat the crackers. Now, they did make this um, ambrosia salad for, like, dessert, so there was cake and there was an ambrosia salad for dessert. Now, what do you think I would have eaten? 
the ambrosia salad. That was my dessert. Uh-huh. So, now was that so was that so hard? No, I uh, ate it very doesn't well. sound hard I to me. Of course, I'm pretty. I'm pre- I have a pretty clean diet. Maybe not as clean as yours, but no, I would have made uh, those same choices. And no, it doesn't sound hard to me. And in in my book, I talk about an 80-20% rule. No, you can't be perfect. You don't want a noose around your neck. So 80% of the time, eat well. 20% of the time, if you want to, you know, splurge, Go right ahead. But you know, most the, people will be eating healthier with that 80% of the time than they are now. Uh, I absolutely know that, that, that it's true. And I think there's another issue um, about not doing it 100% of the time. I think sometimes if someone has invited us to dinner, and they have fixed a wonderful meal for us. And I don't, how do you feel about um, offending people if they have not made anything healthy um, for the meal that they have prepared for you? Does that help? Well, let's Does that say- come in with your 20%? Absolutely. Absolutely. You'd never want to offend someone who is so gracious to have you over as a guest. So let's say they serve spaghetti. Well, what I do is just to put a smaller amount of the noodles on and put more of the meat sauce, you know, and I, you know, I forfeit the garlic bread and then I eat a bunch of the green salad and I might have a sliver, a sliver of the apple pie or whatever the dessert might be, you know, just a, 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 a half size portion of it. And right. um, I get, I get full and yeah, so that's, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Because as Christians, I don't think, well, well, I, you know, people in general, but I think more as Christians, we should be aware of not offending the other person, but you're right. Most always there is something there that you can eat. And like you said, lesser noodles, more meat. Now I understand that um, you limit your meat intake also, or is it just your red meat? Well, what I try and do is I try and think of, okay, protein sources aren't just meat. Protein sources are nuts and seeds and beans. So I don't have to eat meat every day. I could eat nuts on my salad instead of a slice of chicken. I could eat salmon on, you know, instead of steak. So I, right. you know, I could have, um, you know, beans uh, or peas, you know, it's summertime and peas are re- readily available and fresh. I could eat peas and I might use a little bit of ham to season yeah. it in there. But so you can get your protein sources from other places than just meat. So, but I still yeah. eat meat. Okay, good. Um, I think that's important to some people who are going to listen to this to know whether they can stick with your plan and have meat or not. Now, when you talk about nuts, are you talking about raw nuts? 
you know, well, nuts that haven't been processed by anyone, say, uh, we roasted nuts. You know, give me a, a little insight on the state that the nut is in when you feel free to consume that. I buy raw nuts. Okay. Almonds, pecans, cashews, um, you know, what, what uh, walnuts, whatever nuts you know, you have growing in your area, just okay. just buy them raw and fresh and mm-hmm. eat them like that. Now, if you want to roast them, you know, go ahead. If you want to buy uh-huh. roasted, it's better to eat them fresh and raw than roasted. And um, so, but, you know, and you don't want the ones that are coated in the sugar and the salt. Right. Right. And here's, so, I, I'm in Texas. I know you're in Pensacola, Florida. I'm in Houston, Texas. And this is a, where our nut is the pecan. Most times when Southerners are talking about nuts, they are talking about pecans. And we have stands on many corners that it's set up with uh, local honey and fresh pecans. And I am telling you, they are absolutely delicious they really are i get pecans too and what i do is i order every like november december and i do batches but ultimately i end up getting 30 pounds of cracked pecans and i unshell them i unshell them because that's the cheapest cheapest way to get them because nuts could be expensive i put them in mason jars and um, the mason jars, I have a quart mason jar in my freezer for every month, January through um, October until the next November when the nuts are fresh and raw again. And then every month when I run out of my pecans, I take another jar out of the freezer. Oh, okay. Because I, uh, I freeze my nuts too. I freeze them in uh, baggies. Is that okay? Or do I need to do it in jars? Jars are better, you know, that's okay. plastic and plastic, you're freezing, you don't want to really freeze plastic or try not to or okay. cook, you know, so you would want to, I mean, you, they easily go in mason jars, so that's easy to do. I, um, my peas or, you know, anything that I'm putting up, my leftovers that are going to be frozen, I put them mm-hmm. in mason jars. In mason jars. Mm-hmm. Well, you were giving me some absolutely information that I hadn't thought of before. Yeah, because, you know, that frozen thing could stick to the, it could stick to it, and you don't want to consume plastic. It's not Okay. You know what? I just realized there is one step of the last of the uh, seven steps that I haven't had you uh, expound on, and that is in Okay. Well, let, well, let me just tell you about step five was plan for the start date. And then step six was prepare and eat food differently. And then step seven, which you just said, was improve your health through continuing this new lifestyle, never turning back to your old eating habits. You see, this is not a diet. This is eating well and healthy for the rest of your life because 
We want our bodies to carry us through this life gracefully, you know, and so, so if we take care of our bodies and we eat the foods that God has given us all, you know, 80% of the time, then your body will respond. And, you know, God created our bodies to heal. So many times people, you know, will, you know, like my sister, her joints quit aching, you know, symptoms and even sometimes diseases will heal when you change your eating habits. That that is quite amazing. Um, Again, you know, if it was easy, everyone would do it. But God also gave us discipline. We just have to dust it off and and do this. Um, I have a question here um, that I wanted the answer to, and I believe that that people who hear this podcast will want the answer to, how soon, once, I, once I've done the things that you've asked me to do, I've made my decision, I've acquired, you know, the right foods, I've cleaned out the wrong foods, I, oh, I, I acquired knowledge, and then I purchased the right foods, I prepared, and I am, I have made improvements. Okay, based on that, how soon can I expect to see results after implementing the seven steps in your book and the seven steps that we are talking about today. From one to three weeks, you'll see a difference. So my sister's joints stopped aching after two weeks. Um, Another reader lost 14 pounds in three weeks. Within one week, yeah, yeah. 14 pounds in three weeks. Another read, um, most people in one week, their energy level improves and as well as their clarity of mind. Well, that's something that is is always important. But um, as we age, I think it becomes more important all the time. We worry, you know, about our mind not being as clear as it used to be, and you're giving us a solution to some of that as you're talking. I mean, if eating right will help us have clarity of mind, I don't know anyone. I've never met a person in the world who wouldn't want more clarity of mind. I mean, it it sounds to me that the whole thing would be worth it for that one thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's, that, it's, I think that um, it's amazing. We, yeah, it's one of the things we fear the most about getting older um, is that our brain will slow down. You know, I've always said I want to live as long as, I, as God will let me live on the earth as long as I have clarity of thought. And once I don't have clarity of thought, I don't want to be here anymore. Yes. Well, um, Well, I was going to say that, you know, we have the rates of Alzheimer's and dementia are really increasing. And um, that is related to our high carbohydrate, high sugar diet. The blood um, sugar fluctuates. 
Well, well, um, some physicians are calling um, like the Alzheimer's and dementia, like diabetes three, because you have oh. the blood sugar that goes up and then it drops. The blood sugar goes up and then it drops, and that that causes your brain foggy brain, and so um, it it contributes to those diseases of the brain. So therefore, this. Um, low-carbohydrate, low-sugar diet lifestyle that I recommend through this book, it will help to prevent those diseases of the brain. That in and of itself is, is amazing. Um, I, I hope hearing this will cause some people to make that first step to decide to give this lifestyle a try. And, you know, um, we're in an instant world, and we want to So I'm very impressed when I asked you um, how soon that I or the, our listeners could expect to experience the change. I was very impressed with a two to three week. Yeah, that's, an impressive, sure can. that's an impressive statistic. Yeah. And, you know, and many times with the weight loss, you're losing one, two, three pounds a week as you're, as you're eating well and right and not the processed food. And then you just keep every week. Well, you know, in 10 weeks, you could lose 20 to 30 pounds and you're not on a diet and you're not going hungry. You're eating right. well. You're just eating the right types of food. Right. And, and, and that and sounds wonderful. And I know so, uh, so many people are afraid of a new eating plan, whether you call it a diet or a lifestyle change, afraid of being hungry. And so knowing that you don't ever have to be hungry, I think is a ma major motivator to give this a try. Right. It's not limiting your caloric intake. It's not limiting, um, you know, uh, the quantity. It's, 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 eating the foods that are good for us. And, you know, it's really hard to figure that out sometimes. Uh, about that's why quantity. this book gives you the knowledge. This book gives you okay. the knowledge about which foods are good and which foods are bad. So um, am I understanding that if I eat low carb and I eat low sugar, that I can have more quantity of food? that will prevent me from being hungry. Hey, you, you know, you, afternoon, eat your, eat your nuts for your snack or mm -hmm. a green apple and, and almond butter. I make my own homemade pecan almond butter and slather it oh. on a green apple. And, and I, you know, and I, I, for desserts, it's like I get Gerardelli dark chocolate, 70%, and I melt it, and I put a bunch of nuts and seeds in there and make these, like, little drop cookies. And so, I mean, I eat well. I eat, the, you know, those healthy desserts. It's not like I'm limiting myself. Oh, well, that sounds wonderful. Now, what is Gerardelli chocolate, 70%? What is that? Well, I mean, I know it's your chocolate. I mean, I don't 70% what? 70% cocoa. So, oh, okay. Milk, milk chocolate is loaded with sugar. 
Okay. You want a chocolate that is 70% cocoa. Okay. So it has a very small amount of sugar. Okay. Well, so I'm learning. The I'm learning so much. <laughs> yeah, the higher the percent, <laughs> the healthier it is for you. The, the less sugar it has. And chocolate is, is good. You know, I mean, dark chocolate. Dark right, chocolate dark is chocolate. the one that's seventy percent that. cocoa. Mm-hmm. That has okay. health benefits. This is all just uh, very interesting. I, I love the way you present it. Um, we have ninety seconds left here together. So the last thing I would like to ask you is, what other books you are working on? Well, I am working on a gluten sensitivity book, but if we only have a minute left, I want to offer your listeners some free gifts. So oh, okay. I have, Let's do that. I, I have um, on my website, it's SusanUNeal.com. That's Susan, S-U-S-A-N, U as an umbrella. Neal is N-E-A-L.com. Go to that front page. And there's two different gifts that you can get there. One is the all 10 appendices to the seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates. It includes my healthy eating guidelines, 50 recipes, or the second gift that is on that website, if you're ready to take the plunge, is the seven-day um, reboot your metabolism challenge. So it's seven days of step-by-step step, what you do to change your eating habits. Those that two is gifts very are available on the, Yes, they're available on the front page of my website. Okay, and I appreciate it. And thank you so much, Susan Neal. I would like to say that my guest at 1030 in the morning will be another author named Kat Nichols. Thank you for joining in. Once again, this is Marilyn Houghton Marriott. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, sweetheart.